deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, excited to host another edition you shouldn't be missing. You're tuned in to Talking With T. It's March 22nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actress Reese Witherspoon, rapper Shotty Lowe, musician George Benson, and one of my favorite singers, Stephanie Mills. It's also the birthday of actress Kelly Williams, who will always be Laura Winslow to me. Today on the national calendar is National Goof Off Day. On this date in history, in 1887, E.W. Stewart received a patent for a machine that forms vehicle seat bars. And in 1898, J.W. Smith received a patent for the lawn sprinkler. In 1972, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was named MBA MVP. The theme this month is Spring Into Action. You are encouraged to put some spunk in your trunk and get moving. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Well done is better than well said. Spring forward towards your aspirations, goals, and dreams. We want to celebrate a young lady who is definitely springing into action. At just 12 years old, Alina Wicker is set to start college at Arizona State University, majoring in astronomical and planetary science and chemistry. She plans to be an engineer for NASA someday. The TWT crew wants to express their stand against hate on all levels. There have been rising attacks against Asians and Asian Americans. They have become targets of hate speech and violence grounded in stereotypes and racism. Recent research revealed that nearly 3,800 incidents were reported over the course of roughly a year during the pandemic. Those were just the reported cases, and we know there were more, as many Asians have suffered in silence. It saddens my heart to see what's happening to them. As an African-American, I know very well the pain of having your people targeted for the color of their skin or ethnicity. Our hearts go out to our Asian sisters and brothers and all those at the brunt of acts of hate. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with a special interview featuring Michael Johnson. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. All right, Knoxville, I'm extremely excited today to bring one of our rising stars, one of Knoxville's sons, Michael Johnson, Fulton graduate, currently at Tennessee State, majoring in business management with a minor in entrepreneurship. And, you know, every now and then, it's good to hear from our young people. We're going to hit a couple of topics. But first, Michael, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? So thank you, Ms. Baker. Uh, as Ms. Baker said, my name is Michael Johnson. Where, uh, I currently attend Tennessee State University. I went to Fulton, as she said. And uh, I'm also part of the Black Man here in uh, Greater Knoxville. 
and I've been a part of uh, many different organizations such as Project Grad and uh, Future Hope. And then currently we're working with uh, B. Maisie Lee as an intern with them, where I coach at grade A as a team as well. So hopefully from there I can uh, go be a college coach and mentor more kids and just do the game of basketball. Awesome. So one of the things I'd like to ask you about, and particularly when I'm having conversations with young people, what are some of the challenges that are faced by youth here in Knoxville? I think uh, definitely uh, gun violence is definitely a big challenge that we face, especially this, this last month, month or two. Uh, young uh, Us young people have definitely been hit uh, a little close to home with uh, all the deaths that's been going on, and especially with it being as close to AIDS as it's been to us. So gun violence is definitely one of the big issues. And I think uh, having resources or safe places to go instead of just going out and about in the streets and having a safe place to go and just have fun with uh, each other in a controlled environment. All right, so that's something that we need to work on that you'd like to see more of in your community? hmm So do you have any suggestions? You know, what would be it? You know, I'm a little, just a little bit older than you. <laughs> but what, don't, don't laugh at that now. What are <laughs> some of the things that young people would like to do for fun? You mentioned a controlled environment. What are some things that you would suggest? Um, I think that, so working with, uh, B. Maisie Lee, uh, a lot of the guys are from a and they have a lot of, like, basketball facilities or different recreational parks, like, everywhere in the city. So, it was, they took me all the time, it's not a lot to say, that they could do, but they didn't, they could play basketball. So, just certain things like that, uh, more recreational parks, um, more rec centers. I know we have a lot, but more rec centers that's, uh, that's more fun instead of, like, educational, so oh, more okay. fun and that's controlled. And uh, definitely uh, more organizations. Now I want to reinvent the wheel because we do have a lot of good organizations, so we might not necessarily need more, but definitely more money into them because I know organizations like the 100 Black Men, which I'm a part of, would love to reach out to more kids. It's just we don't have the funds to be able to do it. So I think if, you know, Nasville could get behind a lot of these organizations and invest in them, and get behind our vision, uh, we might can make a big change right there. So I'm listening carefully, and I've made note of something interesting that you said, because we do talk about pouring more resources into organizations that exist, but you also mentioned more recreation that doesn't have such an educational focus. Mm-hmm. And so I think with adults, we have this sense of urgency of trying to make sure that we educate our youth and that we pour academic resources um, into our youth. But you all need to have fun as well. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we could create something or have more opportunities for entertainment for you all to just chill a little bit, you know, and to unwind without such a strong focus on academics, although you know me. I think that's important. I hear what you're saying. So are there any other challenges that you'd like to highlight? Not really. It's just those those really hit uh, home to me because it could I could have been any one of these other kids, but I had great uh, mentors like mentors from 100 Black Men and different things like that that definitely helped me get to where I am today. So that's really what I wanted to hit on is uh, more funding for 
organ, other organizations, especially that has to deal with our youth in the city. Okay. Well, do you have any advice for our youth, particularly young men of color? Because you're on a good track. So Yes, ma'am. What would you uh, say what, to them? My advice would be to just get you get involved. Now, one thing my mom she did, she made sure I was involved during the young church. Uh, with 100 Black Men Future, who, uh, mentorship, she, she made sure I was involved. And I don't know if that would pay off now, but she definitely got me involved with different organizations and, uh, has a lot of mentors too. So, one of my mentors put in his book to find somebody doing what you want to do and mimic them. So, ask them to be a mentor. Don't hesitate to ask questions. I have a lot of mentors, tons, tons of mentors. And I definitely wouldn't be who I am without them today. So, definitely get you a lot of mentors and get involved. All right, find you good mentors and get involved. Yes, ma'am. So, Michael, before we go, why don't you share with us, as you've gone off to pursue your post-secondary education, what your long-term plans are, what are your goals for the future? So uh, my goals for the future is I want to be an entrepreneur. So with that, I want to uh, – I'm doing a uh, – Real estate internship. Well, I did a real estate internship, and now I'm doing an internship with State Farm. So I want to either uh, make a lot of my money either from real estate or insurance, and then from there be an entrepreneur, and then with a lot of that money, um, do some long-term generational wealth, and also uh, give back to my community with that as well. That's awesome, and I know you'll succeed in all of those endeavors. I can't wait to see what the future holds for you, and thank you again for talking with T. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for the opportunity. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and today I have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam. Well, once again, someone got caught saying something revealing their true thoughts. During a girls' high school basketball game in Oklahoma, which was being live-streamed, an announcer who apparently thought his mic was off was heard making racist insults. Now, I'm not going to repeat what he said. You can learn more through the link on TalkingWithT.com. But as the norm, he has issued an apology. And I must say it was very lame. He said that, quote, most regrettably, I made some statements that cannot be taken back. Now, this next part is particularly interesting because he went on to say that he is a type 1 diabetic and during the game, his blood sugar was spiking. And it's, quote, not unusual for him to become disoriented and say inappropriate and hurtful things. He added, quote, while the comments I made would certainly seem to indicate that I am racist, I am not. I have never considered myself to be racist and, in short, cannot explain why I made those comments. So you mean to tell me that diabetes makes you racist now? It does. You learn something new every day. Now, (laughs) out of all the words that his sugar could have made him say, he decided to say that, okay, Lord, I have no words. Right, right. So, and if he's not racist, what is he then? 
Oh, he's racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, per the norm, those employing these individuals or that are connected to them in some way say they are disgusted and sickened by what they've seen or heard. But you can't tell me that all of these people have not known about the behaviors or beliefs of the racists around them. This isn't their first rodeo. The racists are so blatant. Somebody knew before we did. Most definitely, because they come out their mouth too fluently. It's mm-hmm. like a normal It's not like they're struggling to say it or they catch themselves. They only apologize when they are caught. Of course. And there are those in positions of service to the public, and their duties filter through their biases and prejudices. As revealed over and over again, there are racists, police, doctors, lawyers, judges, educators, and more. Racism weaves its way through the military and government agencies, and although the concern isn't really new to us, there is a growing public concern about extremists and such infiltrating government agencies as charges in the January 6th insurrection were brought against police officers, veterans, and officials. Out of the 324 arrests in the Capitol riot so far, 43 are current or former first responders or military veterans, and at least seven were current or former police officers, and they're facing federal charges. So we knew it was too easy for these insurrectionists to gain access. Yes, they had a complete tour because they had people on the side working. working Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wasn't ready. They had a what, Pam? A complete tour. Like, come on, let's go. Go in right here, and I'll meet you at the back door, and I'll let you in. But it was too obvious because mm-hmm. I, one man saying that his office was ducked off like nobody knew where his new office was. And he said, here they pop up right there. Right. Okay, well, I've got one more story for us today. A black mother has filed a formal complaint with the San Marcos Consolidated Independent School District because her daughter told her, that a white teacher allegedly stated it was okay for white students to say the N-word as long as black people continue to use it. So the woman's daughter is the only black child in the class. She heard a boy use the term, and the way it went down was this. Students were entering the class, and a white boy said, what's up, my N-word? Another student told him he couldn't say that, which led to a whole class debate. And this is when the teacher made her ignorant two cents worth of comment saying that it was okay for them to use it as long as black people continue to use it. So before uh, we get into it, I am curious as to what you, the listeners, have to say about that. Is it okay, number one, for anybody to use it? And is it okay for white people to use the N-word as long as black people use it? But Pam, what are your thoughts? Why are they finding these teachers that racist, and stupid administrators dot com because <laughs> every week there's something. Now she's mm-hmm. about to get the whole class messed up by telling them. Right, that. right. That's what I was thinking. It was a setup. Those little kids don't even know the right. teacher setting know. them up. Setting them up and for we the said, Right, and we said before, you know, kids listen to their teachers. That's just what they do. As students, that's what we're taught to learn. And we consider our teachers as legitimate sources of information. 
So, anyway, it's unbelievable she told the whole class that, especially when you got one little black girl in that class. Mm. So, again, the mother is upset. She filed a complaint, and uh, she probably did a little better than we would have done. But I hope that they rectify that situation pretty soon. Right. They seem to always do these things in front of the calm black kids, not the ones from (laughs) private. They never get in these situations. Never, ever, because they'll turn everything over. Right, <laughs> right. Well, Pam, uh, that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it, because I got to tell you about the dragons that's coming. Oh, Jesus. Now we off the aliens, and now we got dragons coming. <laughs> we got dragons. All right, listeners, well, stay tuned, and you'll find out the same time that I will about the dragons. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE and when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. An inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intention. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.